Let us sit in samadhi. Samadhi is the firmness and stability of the mind, which is an important spiritual strength. If we talk about it in terms of being a principal spiritual factor, this is called indriya, of which there is faith, effort, mindfulness, samadhi and wisdom. Sada is faith and confidence. When one has faith as a principal spiritual factor already, then it can overcome and abandon non-faith. Like when we have faith and confidence in doing goodness, making merit or kusala, then we come to give alms, make merit, listen to Dhamma, do chanting and recollect the virtues of the Buddha, Dhamma and Sangha. So we have this faith. And when faith is a principal spiritual factor, then it has an important strength. It overcomes and abandons not having faith. This overcomes the mind that is akusala, unwholesome, which does not believe in the law of karma and in goodness. This faith has samaditi, right view. And there are the people who don't believe like this. They don't believe in the law of karma and believe there is no such thing as merit or demerit, and that there is no next life. After death, there is nothing. In the Buddha's time, there were beliefs like this, but it was wrong faith. This is called Micca Sada, the faith that is incorrect, belief that is wrong, not believing in karma and the results of karma. The views in the heart are not set correctly. So this is in terms of the mind and the heart, or what we call manokama. But when you have faith and confidence like this, then you have spiritual strength. Like coming to the monastery from close or far away. There are some people who come from Australia, or many from Bangkok, or even from Rayong. They have to travel 45 minutes to the monastery, which is not easy. But when we have faith and confidence already, then we can easily go. We can build goodness, we can build merit, we can build skillfulness. When we have faith to do goodness, this is imbued with effort as well. We have effort and striving, and we have faith. But sometimes our faith is weak, our determination is lacking, and we can't wake up in time. Here, we have to wake up early. There are some people who wake up at 4am. They sit in meditation and practice for an hour. At 5am, they cook the rice and get ready to give alms and make merit. So because we have wisdom, we see that it is just merit that will be our refuge in this life and the next life. It is compared with travelling on a long journey, whether going by sea or through the forest. We need to have supplies for the trip. So travelling through the cycle of sangsara, of renewed birth and death, if we don't have supplies of goodness or merit, then it's difficult to live one's life. But for one who has built merit and goodness already, then being born in this life, they receive the results of their merit and goodness, and then it's not too difficult to lead their life. Then when our suffering is reduced, we have a chance to learn Dhamma, and to practice and meditate so that we'll progress the mind and heart to be higher. And having faith and the effort and determination to make the mind concentrated, 
we also have to be careful. We have sati, recollection, and sampajanya, clear comprehension, to look after and care for our minds. In regards to looking after the mind, the Buddha compared it to having a bowl full of oil. When we walk, we need to take care of the bowl. If we swagger off, then the oil in the bowl can spill, or the water full in the bowl can spill. We can practice holding a cup of water and see what it's like to take care of it. This is a physical example of this, and taking care of the mind is similar, because when the mind receives an aramana, a sense object, then the mind is not still. It runs off with all the sense objects. The sense objects are the places where greed, hatred and delusion establish themselves. So the mind will run off. It will proliferate along with the sense object and take it as a self, a being, a person, me and them, all the time. In one day we receive many sense objects. So we take notice of the mind. Right now, how is our mind? When there is a sense object or mood that is unskillful arising, then we make an effort to give it up. We contemplate that each life is not certain at all. There is uncertainty, constantly. So we establish a lot of mindfulness in the present moment. And this is a kamatana, a meditation object. Then the mind doesn't go thinking and become distracted out so far. So the Buddha asked Venerable Ananda, how many times do you think of death in one day? Venerable Ananda said, Seven times a day, my Lord Buddha. The Buddha said, That is little, too little. The Tathagata thinks of it with each in and out breath. So that is, the Buddha had mindfulness which was complete and perfect. He saw into arising and passing away constantly. So may we try to have some thoughts that life is uncertain. Death is certain, okay? Today, how old are we? How many years, months and days old? If our lifespan has 80 years, then how many years do we have left? If we have a longer life than this, till 85 years, then right now, how old are we? How many years do we have left? And where will we go? Where do we come from? We think and contemplate about this often. In one day, we ask ourselves these questions. Though when we ask ourselves these questions, we may not have an answer yet. But when we practice and meditate further, we see that this world is not bright at all. That is, our spiritual heart that has upadana, that attaches and clings to me and mine, it is not bright and radiant at all. But we make our mind gather together from our efforts and striving and from making goodness arise through our meditation. We do dana, we give, we make merit, pay homage, and we keep sila, like the five moral precepts that we keep, or dhamma practitioners keeping the eight precepts on some days. So when we build goodness like this, this is called building kusala, skillfulness. The goodness that is dana, it overcomes stinginess and sila leads to the arising of happiness and ease of heart. Because we don't steal anything of anyone's. We don't do wrong in terms of sila dhamma, morality. We don't kill living beings or harm anyone's life. 
and our body is not intoxicated as well. Our speech is not harming anyone. So we have sila dhamma. We have the virtue of goodness. We don't go take anyone's love to be our own. We are happy and at ease. And the resulting benefit from sila is silena sukatin yanti. We have happiness. Silena boga sampada. Sila is a possession and wealth. It is a noble wealth. And there are many types of noble wealth, like dana, sila, and sada that we have. They are all noble wealths. And especially when we develop mindfulness and make samadhi firm, we have sampajanya, which is having wisdom, and this is greater merit and goodness. It is a great kusala, skillfulness. But we have to look after the goodness that we have and the faith that we are established in. We have to look after it and make it consistent, increase it and promote it. But being able to increase our faith, like forcing our faith to be great straight away, is not possible. We can't force our mindfulness to be better, for our samadhi to be well established, for wisdom to arise and to put forth full effort. Why can't we do it yet? It's because of our character and past conditions. Each person's merit and spiritual development are not the same. Those with faith and effort and practicing sincerely, it shows they are someone who has built parami, spiritual qualities already. They are not tired or bored in developing the mind to build goodness. They sit meditation and the mind has fulfillment and joy, or even making merit and goodness and giving alms every day, they have happiness and satisfaction of mind. They have more effort than others. But if we have done acts of goodness already, and our mind is not developed to that point yet, then we won't feel the results of doing goodness arising in this life. But if we practice goodness often, we do it a lot, we do it regularly, we able to do it consistently, then inner satisfaction and joy arises. And this is a spiritual strength. It is piti, rapture and joy. It can be piti sambojanga, the rapture as a factor of enlightenment. And the effort that we have, it is wiriya sambojanga, effort as a factor of enlightenment. So the rapture flows on from the strength of effort, which subdues laziness. If laziness arises, and then we are idle and don't do anything, this is like the son of a very wealthy family in the time of the Buddha. His parents were rich, and the son didn't do anything, from young age, middle age, to old age, and so his wealth and possessions were all gone. When his parents had passed, he wasn't able to maintain his wealth. He did not put forth any effort, or make any merit and goodness. But the Buddha said that if you had made parami from the beginning, you would have been able to gain the highest level of Dhamma. Even if in the last stages of your life you had put forth effort, you would have been a Sotapanna, stream-enterer, cutting off the lower realms and seeing the Satcha Dhamma, the truth. But here your heart was lazy, you didn't do work. So in terms of the world, it was damaged and ruined. And in terms of Dhamma, he did not progress the mind. There was no noble wealth arising in the mind. This was because of not having effort. Only being lazy, 
and indulging in enjoyments in this world, and not knowing that the fire of old age, fire of sickness, and the fire of death were coming closer with each moment, constantly. So we should not be careless. We have faith, we have effort, and we cultivate goodness. And if our efforts get to a certain point, then our faith and confidence will be firmer. We will have the faith to walk meditation and sit meditation, and there is no need to tell oneself to do it. Like the lay people here, when it comes time, we come together and sit in meditation, do group chanting, listen to Dhamma and discuss Dhamma. Or you gather to give alms, listen to Dhamma and make merit. We have faith, and so we can do all of this. But this faith does not arise easily. Only the ones who have merit and spiritual development can do it. Because it is a normal day, you could just rest and take it easy. Or in the evening, you could go indulging in enjoyments and go have fun. There is no need to gather and learn Dhamma. But you have faith already, imbued with wisdom, and you see the benefit of building wealth, the noble wealth in our hearts. The benefits of the wealth that is dana, the wealth that is sila, of this barami, they lead to inner peace and happiness. And with wisdom, we can contemplate and see this body as being a heap of earth, water, fire and air. This can overcome the chaotic mind. Bala, the strength of samadhi, arises and it develops to wisdom. The understanding and seeing into the truth arises that all things are empty. The Panchawagiya disciples, the five ascetics, they saw that form, feelings, perceptions, mental formations, and sense consciousness are empty. They are anatta, non-self. And the five ascetics could attain to becoming arahants, so, if we have built and grown our barami, then we will be able to see the Dhamma or attain to the Dhamma like that. So I Anumodana with you all. May you all have good and complete physical health. May you understand the Dhamma and see the Dhamma.